With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Osman Faces podcast is now sponsored by Tire Spot, the Northeast's leading tire supplier with branches across the region. Tire Spot don't just do tires. They cover everything from servicing to wheel alignment. They can handle every aspect of your car's maintenance. For more information, visit tirespot.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Gotta Get Shots YouTube channel and the Always Smiling Faces podcast. As you can see, it is just me and Bestie tonight. Those that are listening, you'll be able to hear the, the lovely voice once again of Mr. Stephen Best. He's returned. It's been a while. It has been, it's been, it's been a while. Three weeks, mate. Did you just let us on the Wi Fi? I did let you oh, on the Wi Fi. I got halfway through putting the password on and it just started, I thought, oh, I've, I've, I've not. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thank you. I forgot you could do that. Yeah, I'd love to be back. I've, it's been, it has followed five weeks, I think. I think it's been three weeks. Since... I think I had one after Glastonbury because I talked about it constantly. Mm-hmm. I got back from Greece last Monday, so the two Mondays before that I'll have been away as well. Yeah. So it's been like one. I've had preseason off basically. Yeah, I've done the opposite of John Joe. Yeah. So uh, as as we were about to go live, we, we got a, a message in relation to to John Joe Shelby, who wasn't in the know. We didn't get a oh, oh, inside information. It's out there. We got we know about the injuries before they happen, the transfers, <laughs> the lot. It is out there. So we will touch on what that means for the midfield of Newcastle United going forward. But bestie, yep, we don't have Decker here to to say the words. But I'm not going to ask you to say them either. Yeah. Um, I've pinched what Decker put on. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> so basically, we're not going to say it. We'll just let Decker say it. Well, when you're not, get in. So, Newcastle United... I didn't hear that. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. <laughs> but seen, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Newcastle United off to a winning start. Everybody was excited going into that game. Bestie, it's... Obviously, the, the break was less than what it normally is in, yeah. in regards to... Or because of the World Cup being in the winter there. But... Everybody was buzzing for the start of the season, and rightly so, mate. I was. Um, it's been a, a nice summer of kind of. I trust the club again. I think that's the thing. Like that was seemingly mm. really operating quite competently. Um, people are still getting their nickers and they twist about. We well, haven't signed this that, day. and that started <clears throat> on Saturday. Uh, there was only one new spell, two including targets, technically. Yeah, but only one that wasn't there last season, and that was uh, Nick Pope in goal. So the rest of the the eleven or ten of the eleven. Well, all lads that played in the um, the run of form towards the end of last season. And I remember I was leaving the ground at full time and I was talking to uh, Stevie Passmore, who I think. Watches... <laughs> We've gone straight to full time. Oh, I thought, well, <laughs> about the game. I thought about the game. <laughs> and I thought to Steve, but I was saying, like, it, don't worry, it's relevant to kind of the. Okay. Oh, <laughs> for a change. Um, I was saying to Steve, like, I was worried that the momentum that would build up towards the end of last season mm. would be lost in the summer a little bit. 
Joe Linton would just kind of drop off because he's kind of, you know, that bit in old school when they have the. I've seen old school once, so no oh, reminders. There's a bit where he's having a, a debate. Will mm. Ferrell's having a debate with um, the Raging Cajun, whatever your name is now. And Will Ferrell's like proper feckless and useless and stuff. And all of a sudden he just kind of zones out and he comes out with this absolutely not perfect um, response to what the fella said. And it's like, and I was worried that Joe Linton had done that. He'd been so good for that long, like, like Kennedy yeah. almost. The and only way down. Off a cliff and it's yeah. up, but he was brilliant again in Newcastle where they started. This season, since only one game, so it's early to see mm-hmm. anything kind of conclusive. Yeah, but the, the season have started just how they played last season. They, were, they controlled the game, they had all the ball, they, they, they pressed so high up. Um, and they just, yeah, they, they kind of, some of the little, that, that second goal, the first goal is obviously lush, but the, the movement, the, the passing, everything for that second goal was just like, this isn't, this isn't right. I remember sitting out half time, I'm just doing the whole game, yeah. <laughs> Get sent away home. <laughs> I like knowing what I'm doing. Easily. <laughs> But I remember at half-time thinking, like, like, a nil-nil thinking, like, because it's so deeply ingrained in as the Mike Ashley is. Mm. Like, I haven't, I haven't properly, like, defrosted yet. And there's still that little thing going, oh, this could really go wrong in the second half. Of being able yeah, to- but it must be very similar to, to Mark's um, oh, ideology that. with things as well, because um said that 50 billion was too much for James Madison last week. Or, or words to that effect. Um, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll not talk about that, but until later, because there will be more Madison questions. Just more Mark. More Mark. Stuff. Mark's not Yeah, well, I haven't got a message from Mark either. He's also on holiday. Um, Where's he gone? Jerky. Yeah, Jerky. Nice yeah, hey, transplant. <laughs> Imagine he just comes back with a quiff. Comes back like Homer Simpson. <laughs> that elixir, and he's just like Samson. <laughs> but yeah, um, because we normally go to you with, with likes of we're, we're goalkeeping questions. You do. Were you shocked to see Pope in there? Or because you're bringing the keeper in, does he automatically go, is, is that number one? Yeah, I think so. I think he's Eddie Howe's man, isn't he? Um, he played quite a bit in preseason. season has been injured in preseason as well, from what I can gather. He missed the um, Atlanta and Bilbao games. Yeah, Dolo got a chance. Yeah, didn't him, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, even if, it was just kind of two keepers. And one, if Pope had been there pre Dubravka hmm. um, and wasn't Eddie Howe's man, as it were, I still think because of the injuries Dubravka's had, that Pope would have started. But I think he's his preference. I think there's not much between them for me as goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I think they both, they both have the moments. Pope had one towards the end of the game where the cross came in and he, oh, he dropped went through the defender. Went, you think, well, that's that's the first thing you learn as a goalkeeper is that you shout if mm-hmm. you. You, you know, you come and claim a ball. It's yours. Not, uh, it's a, it's his debut, so I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. Didn't didn't have much to do. To be fair, so it's though. very hard to judge that performance. A lot of people saying, "Oh, Pope had a great game." He, he did what was asked of them, but it was one. Clearance. Wasn't many. It was that one was clearance. Like he sliced like mad, which isn't. I'm not criticizing him. It's, he sliced it into the Melbourne, and some bloke went ahead it, and mm-hmm. fell over and ended up about five seats to his left of where <laughs> he started. It was class, but now Pope. Um, I mean, your goalkeeper's a big part of defence and you've got Byrne and Cher played as well as they did. Mm. Nick Pope's part of that, you know, because he's marshed, he can see what's happening yeah. in front of them. So he's, Nick Pope is part of that. So if you have, there's not much to go on because it wasn't like uh, Dubravka's debut against Man yeah. U or... or, or he wasn't by day, shots you know. like... But, um, Zero on target. I think, I think it was. at all. I think it was that one header that kind of went wide and that really dangerous corner that you had to deal with. Mm. Um but yeah, I, I was I did okay, and I, I don't think it was a big shot. He's a good goalkeeper. Um, he's having to play a totally different game to, to how he did at Burnley. He's um, a lot of kind of throws out to the fullbacks. A lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. He, he was getting rid of that ball very quickly and mm. very efficiently as well. He had to be able to slow down at one point. I, I noticed he was trying to get. I think it must have been the first half because we're playing towards Gallagher, and he picked it up. And I think it was Shears just kind of put a hand up and says a minute. Why they get that shape back? So mm. yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward if they, if they stick with him because it's not often that you kind of rotate goalkeepers, is it? I'm, I think they're given in Harper way back when. It's just um, your normal thing where, where one one goalkeeper is going to get that chance in the Premier League until there's a an injury or a mistake or a, yeah. an absolute drop and an absolute clangor. Another one's your, your cup goalkeeper, really very similar to likes of given and. Steve Harper, Steve Harper played all, he was even playing the Champions League games, the if I remember final. right. The cup and the cup final, the, yeah. Um, the first one was it? Man U, second one, I think it was he played. So it, it's normally a case where one of your keeper is, is that, but to, to me, I can't see Dubravka sitting as a number two. I can't. Nah, yeah, I can. Uh, I, I don't think he's the, the personality 
I, I don't think you'll go this window, but I don't think he's the kind of personality that would sit. And although in, in the team photo in the, the dressing room after the game, he's buzzing, he's, like. he's full of happiness and all that. Like, and he, he will get his chances in the cup matches. Maybe I mean, competition for places is good anyway. You look at the Botman and Dan Byrne thing, um, which kind of totally negates what I said about mm. Eddie Howe's man because obviously Botman, although uh, helped Byrne as well, didn't he? But um, but yeah, all of a sudden we've got like three excellent centre halves in two positions. We've got two goalkeepers who, who very good. Not I don't think either of them are really world class, but two very very good goalkeepers. And obviously you can only play one. Mm-hmm. Can you only play one? Well, you can't. Has play, anyone ever tried? You can't, you can't play one in the goal, but you can play the other one anywhere else on the field. As no, opposed, is, is, is that? A, yeah, I'm sure it is. Well, there's a rule because only one of them's allowed to. Because then you, you do it all the time. That whenever like expired, I keep it. Whenever someone plays Man City, they just write you. How are you, Martin? You're on. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, yeah, I, I I like them both. I think they're both good goalkeepers as well. So a nice problem to have. A nice. Mm. Another one, where, so another one where fans were, were unsure of who was going to get the, the go ahead and, and 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 first first name on the team sheet. Really, when you're looking at your centre backs, Dan Byrne and and Fabian Sher got yeah the the the, the um not ahead from Eddie Howe. A lot of people confused by that one by saying Botman had preseason mm-hmm. with the lads, so it was very. Different to the Bruno situation where Bruno's eased into the Premier League, as people like to say. Yeah, it was like five uh, five games off the bench. For yeah, him. apparently Botman wasn't happy. He made a very brief cameo appearance. Uh, two minutes, I think he got. He wasn't happy. on the field. No, apparently he wasn't happy that he, he wasn't uh, starting. Oh, right, the game. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that was the rumor. Yeah, um, but I, I don't think it's um, being unhappy in regards to to pissed off sort I've of thing. Mistake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not that, but probably thinking I've came here thinking I'm going to get first team football and. He will, only. I mean, of course he will. Yeah, Dan, the thing, the problem, again, a nice problem is that Dan Burns been excellent for the most part. I mean, when they had that little bad run of form last season, when the, the Tottenham, Everton, Liverpool games, they had a kind stink of, against Tottenham. I think that yeah. was the only one. P- people really, really point the finger at him, and I mean, he made mistakes. Don't get us wrong, but apart from those games, I mean, they've, they've had was it five clean sheets towards the end last season at home. Maybe it's four and one this season. I've, I've I think we've, we've conceded three goals in the last eight. Home games. I mean, that's good. That like, if I, I, I'm sure I read that today. I might be completely wrong, but I'm sure I read that somewhere today. How's a manager who likes to reward good form as well? You know. Um, so yeah, I think I think Botman is going to be his, his man. He's going to be the centre half, but um, he might have to wait a couple of weeks. But I mm. think that, that was always how I was, I was reading the thing when the Athletic with Chris Woff um, wrote a piece over the weekend. He says like, oh, I am. Um, the plan was always for Botman to kind of. Similar to Bruno, just acclimatise a few minutes here mm. and there. You might find that um, watch from the outside in sort of thing. Yeah, just kind of get a feel for it because it's it worked. For, it worked for Bruno. Well, Bruno's been pretty wonderful, and he really saying since... that. All right, Bruno could have came out in from the cold and do exactly what he's doing right now. Maybe it's maybe it's one of those things where he thinks where especially the Bruno one. It was a bit of a bit of a risk. I mean, it sounds daft to say now mm. how successfully how good a signing he's been. But like at the time, I remember we were sitting on a, a narrow lead. I forget who again. It might be Everton at home. I forget. It might not. I might be wrong with that one. But it was a, a one-two goal lead. What at home? It was a one-goal lead at the time, actually. Because and um, I thought, do you bring them on now? Are, are you upsetting the midfield? Because Shelby Willock and Joe Linton are playing really well. I thought if you upset that midfield, mm. the, the cover in front of the defense has gone a little bit, and we'll get under a bit more pressure. And I remember thinking, thinking that is this the right time to bring Bruno in? Is that the right time? It might be the same as with Botman, where he's thinking. I mean, that Forest game, the second goal was what, 70 odd minutes, maybe 60 odd. Mm. Um, so I'm pretty safe enough, like, but I think what worked in Eddie Howe's favor as well that he, he got that opportunity to, to ease Bruno in because the midfield was doing so well anyway. Yeah, they were like they were, and the, I mean, he came on for uh, Bruno as well, didn't he? Mm. That was a so he came on for Bruno and dropped back a little bit. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's a I was expecting to start. I mean, it cost us however many points on Fantasy League. Um, but he will. I hope he was too upset. Don't get me started on fantasy league. Oh, no, I saw. I got rid of Harland and brought Kane in before the. Oh, did he just before? Uh, uh, now Harland's worth 0.2 million more than Kane. I've yeah. got 100 million. So I've much. I've had to take four point hit. Like I might do it. I've had to take the hit. It's too early for the wild card. I yeah. like the wild card for the national break. Had to take the hit. I, I couldn't. I, I was getting fed up of seeing Kane's name on my team sheet. Oh, after one game, that is. Then obviously it's Chelsea. I think. 
Spurs have got next as well. So I thought, yeah, oh, I'm taking him because I think Man City play Bournemouth. But no, my luck. The pump filler, didn't it? But no, my luck. Alan will get injured. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> midway through the week. That's kind of that was my rationale as well. He's obviously like a a, a beast. He's a phenomenal mm. player and all that, but he, he is injury prone. Like. Yeah. If you don't want more uh, fantasy Premier League stuff, we do have a podcast. Well, sorry, a video that went out earlier today with Matty and Dan, who go through game week two and their predictions and, and what they're doing. I've got to start watching them because I'm fucking desperate to fantasy. I'll still be just good. Mate, the, the, they're a very good listen. Um, and thankfully this season. There's a couple of Newcastle players that have made the team as well. Aye, I've got um, Botman on the bench, obviously, now. And um, Trippier, in mind. Uh, Bruno and Wilson were in mind. Bit player, like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think Botman will get his chance. And once he gets his chance, he'll probably stay there. Yeah, I, I feel the same as I did with, with Bruno, where I think when he's in there, he'll be a triumph. He'll be a fucking, maybe it's even a revelation. But yeah, I, I hope you, you just got to be patient. Mm. Sven, if you're watching, just or listening, because I know this is a, a dual format or content that we're putting out here tonight. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, just have a, have a minute. You'll be all right, mate. Get us out there. Munchies. Munchies. using little the other day, apparently. You say that's that text. <laughs> it's brilliant. Now the WhatsApp thing. <laughs> the photo, I love that. It's a great photo of you, Sven Botman's in there. <laughs> that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, but, but the game itself, let, that's rather than speaking about the, the, the line, but the game itself. I have never seen Newcastle dominate a game like that. A long time since I, I can't really think of a time, certainly in, in recent memory, since we came back up. Um, maybe even since we came up in 2010. I'm probably counting the championship season in there as well, because yeah. I, I think a lot of people look at the championship season think, oh, Newcastle won it both times that were, that were in the championship. But it wasn't easy seeing, and there was, there was a lot of games where we were scraped by. Well, the second season in particular, the first mm. season we kind of it was a bit of a canter, like, but the most recent, the Rafa season. There he is. Um, I've mentioned his name about five weeks. This is my first one. Back. <laughs> Your first one, back, 15 minutes in. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> Love you, Rafa. Um, but either the, that, that season, it, it was a bit of a chore. I mean, I, I went to, I was at Fulham. I, I had a record where I didn't see him win away for ages. It felt mm. like I was at Fulham. I saw him at Barnsley, Preston, another few I can't remember now exactly. Blackburn. I went to Blackburn. He would part the copy 2 1 New Year's, or the Japanese New Year, maybe. Like I had this, we only got so many games away from home, and I happened to be all of them. Um, that you were there. I, <laughs> I basically so I stopped going. The fun went open. Yeah. Now look, Richard Club in the world. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I even that season, there were times I'm, I think at Burton at home, the the one with the penalty, the Matt Ritchie penalty that the referee disallowed mm-hmm. for encroachment by I can't remember. Yeah. Give the goalkeeper a free kick if yeah. I remember right. A good goal kick, I think. Was it a goal kick? But we absolutely we dominated, and we just didn't. We struggled like mad to get the goal. We did obviously beat more nil in the end. Dara said, "We'll actually be Barnsley and Preston away." Oh no, I know we did. I'm saying that there's loads of uh, those were two that we did win. We also, all right, okay. When there weren't another one that we won, I'm sure as well. But I can't remember. It's so long ago. Um, but yeah, like like I said, we we like from the the, the first whistle, me absolutely At all the ball. battered them. Loads of corners, battered I was them. Still with Mark, Corby. I think it was eight corners in the first He's, half. He says it was like ten corners now. Yeah, it was just. Constantly seem to be like setting for corners. Mm. I was bored of clapping Trippier by the by half time. If I didn't go, I think if you're looking at the stats over the weekend, Newcastle are topping most of them when it comes to yeah. attacking stats. Kind of caveat is that Forest were really were poor, man. Shocking, but terrible. And Shocking. I, it was nice. I, we were talking beforehand there, um, Chris. You might remember about how many there was loads of Forest fans in the city. Loads. I was I normally go to Newcastle Tap for a, a quick in before the game or the steamer. This team was shut in the top, which is Walter Wall Forest. So I went to fourth, and then even there, we just talking, there was a couple of lads, um, Forest fans that were chatting away and stuff. Something I've noticed on Twitter, and it doesn't normally happen after a game, there's been loads and loads of Forest fans going, What a lovely end that I had. To be fair, fans though, great and all that. And you know what it is? That, for a team that hasn't been in the Premier League for what 20 odd years, yeah, their first game back in the Premier League away to Newcastle United, you can't beat that in regards to a day out. It's a, it's a nice one for them, like, well, it's a it's great also, one. Not, not to be kind of condescending. Um, no, but we're probably because Nottingham was coming out by all accounts. Like, so. But we might be the only city that I can think of that I've been to where every single pub is welcoming with the way fans. I can't think of one pub in town that doesn't let way fans in. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I, but I, when you go in a way game, the you struggle. Yeah, but you wouldn't be shocked if you saw a forest fan in yeah. there. But it was nice that I, I, we, but me and my mates were talking a few with them. In the, um, it was just canny. It's something I like to do. Obviously, going mm. to, like Norwich was always one of mine. 
in Norwich when I Norwich that season road trip. Um, and kind of you sit in the bar. Like, I don't often wear colours. Like, oh, I have a black white scarf. Maybe mm. and you kind of talking to somebody. I like doing that in a way game. Yeah. West Brom. The, I forget what the pub's called now, but that big one with the um, chips and curry tent in the back. Chat with us as brown fans in there and have a nice time and a bit kind of football fans are the same people with different accents, like a different color in a shirt, mm. you know what I mean? And the forest lads were was it, I, forest were always I kind of as a 40-year-old bloke, like I kind of think back to the, the big teams when I was a kid. When I was a kid, Forest was Brian Clough, you had Peter Shilton, Steve Shettle, um I was gonna say Fit Elves Norwich. Yeah, they had like these uh, Nigel Clough played for them at the time. You had these big names, Stuart Pierce, a fullback, Des Walker, like not Forest were a big club. I mean, they went down the first year of the Premier League, but they're still, they think they should be. They want to, they're a club mm. that I think should yeah. be up there. Like, you well, know I think what? we said uh, t- t- towards the back end of the season, but to be fair, I think there's still about 10 games left. And I think both, I think all of us said that we would love to see Forrest back. I'd love to see him stay up. I, I, I think it'll be hard for them going by that game um, on Saturday. I mean, uh, how much of Newcastle being good was down to Newcastle being great? And how much of it was down to Forrest being very um, accommodating? Mm. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I think that. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Bournemouth will struggle. They put three past Villa on Saturday, so that's not exactly a good uh, Fulham Joe Liverpool. It, it's, it's, I mean, it's early to predict anything yet, but I think Forrest are going to have to improve quite quickly because that was like Lingard didn't out. Mm. Uh, that, that number nine who came on um, was a handful for so sure. Lingard's stats were basically zero. It was rubbish for everything. It was rubbish. Um, and it, he's not rubbish. Lingard's a good footballer, you know. Well, He's had that one season, and, and that's I think that's what everybody sticks by. I'm probably one only, of them. It was only half season. Was half really? a season. Same, same as Willick. Willick came and had a brilliant yeah. half season. It was the same half It was the same year. Same yeah, the same year. And I was one of the Newcastle fans last season, January. I was bringing Lingard in. You, you'll score your goals. Oh, absolutely, I was as well, yeah. Of course. But then now looking at it now, and, and that performance, he, he, I don't want to say he didn't look interested because it was very hard for him to get involved in that game. Yeah. Um, But I think we're probably... Dodge the bullet. I don't know about in regards the... to wage wise and, and, and uh, yeah, because yeah. he's on a chunk. Like he's on a good, a good whack. I, I don't know if dodge the bullet's the term I would use. I think, I think we've got better. Mm. I, I don't see if he was in our squad now. I don't play him ahead of Julian and Bruno Willock. Maybe, but Willock was excellent on Saturday. I thought as well. So I, I don't want to be harsh on. I, I, I like Joe Willock a lot. Um, but now Lingard. He had the thing, he had the good World Cup with England in 2018. Mm. Um, and then he kind of fell off a little bit. And I thought, well, maybe he's just a wanker. They had that really good half season with West Ham again. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, well, he's got yeah. Moises getting a tune out. Then he yeah. didn't get picked for the, the Euros, did he? On the uh, back of that right. season. And then, um, I would call him, man, you were at Ralph Rangnick. And who was it who took over from him last year? I can't remember. I, can't remember. I know he took over from Solskjaer, didn't he? Just didn't, didn't fancy him last season mm. at all. And I think, well, is that because of how he's training, how he's behaving? Um, because he's for a thirty-year-old, he, he he does behave like a ten-year-old child. Ah, like, uh, totally. <laughs> um, Jaylings on the back of his shirt and giving it all that and stuff like. Oh, wait, mate, don't be a thirty-year-old man. Go and start a family. You see that um, that the video you put on, nothing was yesterday. <laughs> he's like that. Oh, <laughs> got his dressing gown on. Like, oh, yeah, lads. I think actually says Jaylings on his dressing gown <laughs> as well. Yeah, well, I don't mind that so much. Like, I'll, I'll get one. I said best. I'll have it. Like, it's best. It's best. It's best. But I am. Um, he just didn't. Again, how much of his performance? I mean, the metrics I saw. I mean, he tends not to be the kind of midfielder that goes for duels anyway, mm. no or whatever. But um, how much of that's down to him just struggling? Maybe he's not known his teammates as well as he might do yet, because they've had a load. They've signed loads of lads. Ironically, the best player was Jack Colback. I thought. Oh, uh, keeper Henderson played well. Mm. I thought Colback certainly the first twenty minutes was. I'm not going to say excellent, but he was busy. He, he had. Joel, he had number being a with. Henderson though. How long did he hold on to that ball in that first half? Oh, off? God, that goal kick. Yeah. It was not, not, it was a goal kick. Was he it had it in his hands? Oh, 25 seconds. Yeah. Something like that. I think it gets to the point where you think, well, the referee's obviously just not bothered. So it got to that point and the referee called their captain over and had a word with their captain and told oh, them, like, aye, so saying, basically saying, right, I've warned you as captain now, have a word with him. Aye. Why is he not just going to him to say that? Like, like 27 yeah. minutes in, so yeah. like 20, he's just taking the piss. Like, well, you, he's a good keeper and he played pretty well. On air on Saturday, I thought. I mean, neither goal that Fabian Shea one, ironically, was Nick Pope and he beat the first time he did it against mm-hmm. Burnley that time. Mm-hmm. That Shea one was just like it, it was weird because when I saw him win the get, get the ball, pick it up where he was, and I thought he slips as well. Do you see, if oh, no, you, if you look at the back, there's a little slip when he first picks the ball up, Aye. but he, he gets his balance again, then he just goes on 
it's exactly the same. Maybe it's maybe slightly closer in. The only difference yards. I notice is it doesn't hit the post, doesn't it? I thought it did. Don't think it hits a post. No, right. I think the Burnley one obviously it does hit the post. Don't think it hit the post. Oh, I thought know. it did. Nah. I saw someone say Henderson will be disappointed. I thought, well, it hit him. No, nah, I don't I think it did. I might be wrong. I've seen it a couple of times, but I can't see it hitting the post. Like, yeah. I think it's straight in. Either way, it's a it's fantastic it's, strike. It's not a bad hit. Like, it's a and it's still, strike. as I say, I, I don't think it's the best goal we scored that day. I thought the second, the way, the way Joe Linton wins it so high up the pitch, and it's him, uh, Sir Maximin. Is it Bruno gets involved as well and slips in through to Juno? Juno? Joe Linton on the uh, overlap. I can't remember exactly, but and then the finish. I, I was looking at the. Uh, oh, does it clip suppose? Apparently, I thought it did. Clip suppose, just suppose, like, suppose people are saying. Was that VR there? Was it? Was that oh, Peter it was Walton? Hi. It definitely had suppose. Apparently, yeah. Well, I thought it had like. Oh well. In your right, face. Mate. In, in your face. <laughs> in my face. How does that feel, mate? Eh? That feels. <laughs> feels good. Actually, we do it again. <laughs> On the way home. <laughs> but um, let, let's focus in regards to the the team performance because yes, we scored two absolutely beautiful goals. We will talk about Callum Wilson's in a little bit, but. The likes of the link up play between Bruno, Miggy, Joe Willick, mm-hmm. Trippier. Yeah. There was a lot of movement on that right hand side of the field. Loads. And Bruno's through balls. Aye. Mate, there was about four that he put through to Almiron and waited beautifully. It took him a couple of goals. There was one that he put out for a throw, and I, th- I thought, oh, has Bruno lost these? And then he's, he just started kind of, uh, he, he turned it on, didn't he? And he was excellent. Again, like you say, there was a few to Almiron. There was one that he put down the line, and Almiron actually puts a good ball. Across the six yard box, and Wilson's just too far to the back post to kind of. We didn't have many people in the mm. box attacking quite often. What do you think of Wilson's movement that first half? He seemed a bit off the pace in the first I half. I thought a little me. bit rusty. I thought Trippier yeah, did. I thought, I, Wilson, I'm not going to say that the goal masked a lot of deficiencies. I think that's maybe a little bit harsh, mm. but it wasn't quite. You know, when we had the West Ham game last season, the first game of the season, mm. and Tottenham had to take over, we got really early goals in both of them. He's just attacking the airport. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he, he just he loses his man, left, right, and center every yeah. single time. And I felt as if he didn't do that first half. I thought Forrest defended quite deep, mate. Mm. I thought it, it was mm. hard to get him behind him quite, quite often. I mean, we didn't really think that the goal that unlocked him was, I think, their whole team's probably behind the ball. And Shea's just going, and that, that was probably Forrest's. Game plan is to oh, stop yeah. Callum Wilson because they've keep... probably seen how dangerous he can be when the crosses are coming in oh, yeah, keep... the box. And hence, I think he had two center halves on every single time that the keep, ball did come in. Keep it tight and like, narrow, just mm. you know, maybe just invite the balls in, but make sure you've got the ball. That's what we did for years in the Bruce. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rafa did it as well. We would be sit back tight and narrow and let him put the crosses in. If, if we've got the extra man in the box, then no bother with you with that. But, but the link up play that we just mentioned there, Bruno involved everything, mm. absolutely everything Bruno was involved with. Um, Miggy. To, to me, do you know what it is? I've I done a, a video after the match uh, just about key points within the, the, the 90 minutes of football there. And I, I said on there, Miggy would have got my man of the match. But then looking back, it should have probably been Bruno that I went with. Because, But I think a lot of people are being very overcritical of Miggy's performance because he, he didn't get a goal. And there's a couple of opportunities to do that. But, mate, he had a good game. I agree with you there. I think he had an excellent game. Um by the same token, I think the criticism of him, um, one in the first half in particular, where the ball comes across, and it looks to me as if all he's got to do is side foot, right foot, mm-hmm. and it's in. And he kind of cuts back and think, oh, Mickey, like, uh, it's that confidence maybe that he doesn't like using his right foot. It doesn't seem like. So, with that one, mate, I thought the angle that you're seeing in the ground, then it's very hard to judge how close a player is. From where out, because I'm mm-hmm. looking right along that, that, that line as well. Then the angles which I've seen back in the replays as well, there's not a good enough angle from a side view to see if he's actually close to the ball or not. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just, I think... I've not seen it, it since I think like, it looks so. a lot closer than what it actually is. All ah, right. And I think it's one of them where you just can't get there in time. Yeah. In, in regards to stretching out to, to get it. really looked as if mm. he could have... It, like, it, was, it was happening, but maybe it's like, yeah, I've, I've not seen it since. So, in the one in the second half where he caught, he kind of breaks through and then, like, instead of going with his right, he cuts back a little bit and he's like, oh, maybe mm. just... Surely Eddie Howe's been talking about that, like and saying, like, you've got a right foot as well. Especially how many goals he's scored in preseason as well. So confidence in front of goals should be six, I think he got. So confidence should be quite high. Um, but he's so one footed, isn't he? Oh, massively so. (laughs) Yeah, hugely so. But that not with even with that in mind, I still thought he was really good. Mm -hmm. It was it was the Miggy that was all towards the end last season. Mm. Um with everything, the the not scoring, the kind of looking a little bit lost. When, it, when he had an opportunity. Um, 
but just the work rate and the little touches and the kind of he's worked with Bruno as well. Him and Bruno, they seem to have a little bit of a thing there. Like it was constant, though. Yeah, it was constant. Forrest just couldn't deal with that. that and the, and the amount of times that that Miggy got in behind his defender because of Bruno's passes. Yeah, there must have been about four or five times. And that, that's maybe a little bit of a frustrating thing where he's getting in behind his man, but he's decision making or he's mm. that final. It's the quality is maybe just not quite. And I, I like Miggy. I like Miggy an awful lot, but and for now, that's not a problem. Because we've got goals elsewhere, we've got Callum Wilson popping up, so mm-hmm. Maxman can, will, um, Bruno didn't until he signed for us apparently, and then now he's yeah. a fucking goal machine. Um, the centre halves as well. Um, so we've, we've got blokes who can score goals in the team, but at the moment Wilson gets injured, then we're going to be relying on Miggy's going to have to do, you know, it's got to come mm-hmm. not just goals but assists. Yeah, that was a big thing last year. He hadn't assisted. Or there's, any... a, there's a couple of times where Henderson um, had to parry the shots out as well in the six-yard box, and there's just nobody there. Yeah, that that was not There was a couple of those. I we had a few from distance early on where it was just kind of Joe Hinton had a couple. He just kind of gobbled it up. Weak. Where Weak. We, that one yeah. where he broke through and just dragged it wide the post. <laughs> he just dances, absolutely dances right. past about three players. About forty yards, he just drags it. Yeah, to the left. And I was, I was, I that was that was Joe Hinton in a nutshell. Mm. Lush, powerful, quick, athletic, run forward. And then just in the shot, the shot up match the day behind it, and his foot like he almost kind of scuffs it, yeah, he just the, drags it, yeah. Right? And it's just that little bit extra, mm. that little bit extra, and it's like 40 million snaps would slip your doubling it. I imagine Joe Linton's brain works like when he's about to take a shot, like how your legs would work if you were running away from somebody in a dream. Do you know when you're dreaming, you just can't run? I, I think when Joe Linton sees goals, he just doesn't know how to kick the ball anymore. Maybe he's like, oh, oh, yeah. his coordination kind of goes all like jigsaw, like, like a little thing in it. Shot in his own face. Oh, God, I <laughs> bless him. I love him though. I love he's him. He was brilliant. And again, he was talking about man the match. He was up there again. Mm-hmm. He's every game. It's like Supergrass in the 90s where everyone's third or fourth favourite band. Mm. Joe Linton now is always second or third. Mm. Always man the match. Yeah. The occasional one. He's just, he's... Um, Again, I say that second goal, it's him that breaks it up. I think they had a throw and he broke it up, won the ball back. We've done that throughout, though. There were so but many times well. that we were just winning the ball, like high up the field. It probably helped that they were so deep yeah. and they couldn't put a pass together, but we were on it. The average, I was reading this, what was this? Was this the athletic way I read it? I was. I read it earlier today where, on average, we were winning the ball, like in their half. They compared it to West Ham last season, I think Arsenal last season, where we were winning the ball quite deep and then, like, towards our goal. And... Saturday, it was the average position was like in the forest half, or just constantly on the case, and it it works. I mean, I think that's how you've got to set up against. It's forcing them to play the ball long. Do you think that that was their game plan, though? Do you think their game plan was come to, to sit behind the ball? Yeah. Because do you reckon yeah, I'm on the other side? I thought they would have, have have tried. I think as a newly promoted team and one that hasn't been in the Premier League for as long as they were, so trying to get points on the board first. Oh no, well, I don't know how many of their team. Lingard, Henderson, I know obviously we're both at Man U for a while. Mm. Um, callback we had in the Premier League Sunday as well. I don't know a great deal about much of their team. A lot see, of new arrivals, isn't there? A lot, a lot of new arrivals, yeah. But you see teams like when, when Blackpool came up with us years and years and years ago. But did Fulham do it a few years back as well? Where you just the soft going to teams, that's what we did it in 93. We just started getting our teams and you shot them. Hull, Hull did it a couple of times. Forest, it seemed as though they were sitting deep and trying to... And, oh, Maybe it was because we were pressing so effectively, mm-hmm. forcing to play the ball long, and then you've got Dan Byrne going like a high half that all day. Cheers, lads. Thing with Dan Byrne, do you know, for, for such a big lad, he's not very dangerous in front of goal. No, not so much. He had about four headers, yeah. and not one of them was on target. Yeah, and close to on target. But maybe. defensive wise, he's mopping it up all day long. And we all know defenders winning headers in the opposite box doesn't, doesn't count. So it doesn't count. No. It doesn't matter. That's fine. So, <laughs> so he had zero <laughs> successful <laughs> headers uh-huh. at the weekend. He's a Jesse Lingard of attacking headers. <laughs> But yeah, like I, honestly, I love Dan Byrne, but there's a few times in, in front of goal, and we've seen before, like some of our centre backs in previous years know where the goal is when it comes oh, to yeah, the well, likes of the corner. Yeah, I'll be, sure. well, well, even Clark that season. Clark. Yeah, well, but Dan Byrne, I swear to God, the amount of chances that he had, and he just could not get it on target. I don't. I think the last goal he scored was for Wigan, and he flossed mm-hmm. afterwards. You know, the fortnight flossed, not like did his teeth. So I think it's maybe for the best. Like, let, let, no, I, I, can't, I can't do it. I'm not gonna, it's been a while. I'm fucking very wide as well. So I'm like doing <laughs> just arms in front of us, basically. Um, uh, but yeah, again, as I say, we've, we've got, when you've got Cher who can do that, 
they just from 25, 30 yards, putting in the top corner. I'm okay with that. If Burn never scores. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm in agreement, to be fair. I'm not expecting them to score goals, but it looks like our game plan from corners is to, to hit him. We did it with Mike Williams for a long time, mm. didn't we? Then he scored yeah. that body against Palace. Mm. Um, So before we continue, if anybody does have any questions, fire them our way. We'll go through as many as possible tonight. Um, But Bestie, overall, if you're more on that game out of 10, what are you giving it? First game back. Newcastle performance. Performance, yeah, performance. Eight, I think. Maybe it's nine. I mean, I've just sat here for half an hour, three quarters an hour, whatever, and kind of not pulled it to bits. But I've, I've this, I think I've been critical of everyone I've spoken about, and so not, yeah, I think it mainly because I thought it was very good. But I think a ten would be like Arsenal last season. There's loads of factors to it. That Arsenal game at the end of last season was like that was Arsenal. You know they were trying to get they were they were going for fourth spot. Yeah, we played them. <coughs> I would like to think there'll be a couple of tens. I think if they keep on playing that way. In a, one game isn't a massive sample size, but if they do keep on playing that way, at some point they're going to put five, six past somebody. Um, and I'm, I'm, I look forward to the day. The lads looked confident last season, and, and like you said at the very start of this, you're worried that that might not roll into this season. Yeah, I think it has looked like that performance. Feels like it has. Yeah, the the, mm. the crowd as well. It felt like a direct continuation. Um, I mean, I suppose it helps that it was exactly the same team. Uh, Nick Pope for Dubrovka, notwithstanding, like. We had the thought was strange, and it wasn't just Newcastle. It was it's the league wide thing now? The, how many subs? Yeah, that, I, I don't. I remember I used to work in Stag's Head and Shields, and there was now Malcolm Fred, who was a lovely bloke. Like um, Alzheimer died in the bus. <laughs> he too, I think it was he won, um, and he would often say to me that football was ruined when they allowed substitutes. A substitute. One single substitute. Oh, ruined football, that. And I was like, oh, Fred, man. This, this was a point where he had five on a bench and could pick three, like early noughties. Mm. Um, he says, oh, well, yeah, substitute your own football. And I thought, oh, I don't know, because I've only ever known substitutes. Like, our substitution, however many, five out of nine on the bench. Even though it only, you only stopped the game three times for them, unless it's a concussion, mm-hmm. I suppose. It, it's half your team. Half, it's half... Half your field I'm with you. Like I, 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 I don't, don't agree. Really, I don't agree with the five subs. It feels like it's gonna. Was be... last season you allowed three subs unless one was a concussion? Then you were. It was basically yeah. a free sub. And you get extra ones in extra time in the cup matches. And yeah, stuff. I um, agree with that. Yeah, I do. I think that's five fair. subs. It's a lot. A it, lot. Is that? It feels like a friendly almost. Where mm. you get towards the end and the team, the teams from 55 minutes to 75 minutes don't really bear much resemblance to, to how the word beforehand anymore. I am. Um, it's just how football is. It feels like it's going to be to the benefit of the clubs with with deeper squads, um, of which we are going to be at some point then in the mm-hmm. end, enough future, um, hopefully. So, for all, it probably will benefit us long term. It just doesn't feel. It might just be that I need to get used to it. It's probably here to stay. Like so. Well, because you mentioned squads, there we'll go straight into the questions. And Andy Hamilton has sent in. So after one game. Have you changed your opinion on players that we need to sign? I think it was good. I don't think I need to sign or want to sign are two different things. I don't think we need if if they're talking about 55 million, whatever for James Madison, I don't think we need to spend it. But mm-hmm. if we did spend it, we've got a substantially better squad team than we have now. So um it depends on how far you want to improve in, in, in one year. I, I think Botman improves the team when he comes in, although I think Byrne and Shea were both... It looks like Byrne because it's left foot and left foot. And all that. They, they've, they've done a very good job against Forest, albeit it didn't have much to do, but that was part of them doing their roles, how they're supposed to be doing exactly. it. If I'm Botman right now, I'm thinking, when am I going to get a chance? Especially with one of them scoring a goal. Yeah. It's a weird one, because he's, he's, he's a young lad, Botman, as well, and he's... he's Probably I don't I haven't followed his career at all up to this point really. So I don't know. Assuming didn't have Mark here. Yeah. <laughs> game Balagier <laughs> or the Julian Laurent of and Gallagher shots. Um I do, yeah, I don't I don't know if, if when he went to Leon, did he just start playing straight away or did he have to work his way in the team or what? So 
I think he Sven, you just got to wait a bit, mate. But he'll get it. He'll he will I've no doubt that by Christmas, I mean that's being conservative. Yeah. He'll um he'll be in the first team and he'll be like loved. Mm. So uh, yeah, but um squad wise, no, I, I still think that we need another striker. Um because as much as I think Wood did a did a, did a good job last season, um he's not good enough, man. He's not the when you've got Callum Wilson, that you want someone who's either better than Wilson or of equivalent, but fitter. Um, and I like Wood, but he's not that. Mm. And someone on the right as well, like I say about Miggy, I like Miggy, but is is he? Are you going to? How far up league do you get with Miggy? Mm-hmm. Let, let's try. Let's. You should always try and get better in every aspect of your life. I, I think, and I've always said this. I think there is a player there, in Miggy. Yeah, if I agree, if he was a hell of a lot more confident in front of goal, you would see a hell of a lot better player. Of course, you would. Um, but I think Miggy would be a, a decent player to come off the bench. Yeah. I think he can be improving that side of the pitch, can be improved massively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am, um, I'm trying to think of squad depth across. Like I say, you've got center halves, you've got Burn, Botman, Bear, Shea, Lascelles. Even Lascelles, who's Premier League, probably just about Premier League standard, but you could do it. You know, if he did came he, in. Did he like. So what happened? There was something that happened with the substitutes as well. He One was, of them was SWAT, was it? He was meant to be on the bench, but I think so he, he was SWAT for Dummit. If I remember the, right, he said he felt his thigh in the warm up, so he, he had a bit of. He says, "Ah, oh, well, I'll give it a miss. I'm not gonna get a game anyway." So <laughs> true. Uh, but like he got like Kraft at right back or Mankio even. Um, Mankio's gonna be bald in ten years' time. There you are. I've seen that hairline. Ten years. Aye. How old is he now? Must be about twenty nine, mid late twenties. Nah, he's as old as that. I'll tell yeah. you, it's, it's going like. No, right. yeah, well, mine went when I was nineteen. Like, so he's done well. Nah. <laughs> Forty, mine still. They hang around like. Um, but yeah, we're kind of we've got good players, coverage or reasonable squad depth at the minute. Um, but you should always want to be better. And always. I think, I think what deficient in the areas that were said last season, the striker depth, and I like Fraser as well. I like Fraser, I like Miggy. I think Murphy's all right. He's a bit lacking, but he's all right. He's, he's, he tries. Um, he seems like a nice enough lad. Well, this was my argument that I beat though, Bestie. I don't think you were here, but I probably wasn't. Oh, <laughs> you weren't. I don't think. Um, my argument was like, yes, there's areas of the field that we don't necessarily need to improve right now. Mm-hmm. But if the opportunity becomes available to sign a very good player, oh, yeah, then yeah. you do it. Yeah, and the, totally. the argument with that was uh, Paqueta and uh, most recently James Madison. Do we need those players right now? Definitely not. If the opportunity comes available where we can buy them, yeah, then hundred percent. Is Paqueta that good? Apparently, that's what everybody else I is saying. <laughs> that's what everybody's telling us. I've got a bottom of my he's canny, but like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about him. Um, I'd like to think. I mean, he's getting a game for Brazil, isn't he? So that's probably mm-hmm. a, a sign. Helps. Yeah, it, it does. But we'll see. But I, flip side of that, Joel Lennon isn't getting a game for Brazil yet. 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 Oh god, if he's in that World, World Cup squad, he has to be, mate. That would be. Amazing. He has to be. Fred's getting a game for them. Christ. <laughs> Honestly, let's look at it, right. So Joel Lennon from now up until when he's going to be October. Do you reckon is when when they're going to be announced the uh, official squads? Yeah, it'll be about then because it starts because you'll have a big squad and yeah. they'll drop players. Yeah, he yeah. has to make that provisional the squad. Provisional. Has to at I'd least. Be, be, if I was Joel Lennon, I'd be. If Sven Botman's upset, well, Joe Linton, Joe Linton's a terrifying man as well. Like them mm. veins in his legs and how short he keeps his shorts and stuff. He has to, he has to be in that. Yeah. Like, you, if, like you said, if you're Joe Linton and you don't make that after the, the season that you had last, well, the half a season that you had last season, and well, you just snapped. Uh, Some do. <laughs> I was probably there, yeah, I've got to share. <laughs> but yeah, them. Joe, what he has to be, he has to be. In that it's say so, like, I mean, they'll be doing it in the Premier League, as we're saying, like, for it, we're not really the highest profile Premier League club. Um, Something in the middle, as I said, but he's got to be. Even, like I say, just, if I don't know who's in charge of Brazil, a minute. Well, the comments come in now, basically what you said. If Fred's getting the game, Aye. Joe needs to take he's it. He's got to. I'm getting a Brazil shirt with Joe Linton on the back of his in the squad, like, totally. And one with Bruno. Home and away. Paqueta. Oh, well, there was a um, Brazil shirt put on the, the WhatsApp group today, wasn't it? Mm, looks nice. The, little... the, the collar's got the blue. The blue button. But yeah, it's lovely that. Yeah, it's nice. I, I, yeah. I like touches like that, mate. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it already, go and have a look at the Brazil the collar uh, buttons as well. Oh, sorry, this, this lovely oh is that what you peeled off, was it? A bit, but oh. it's, it's not being damaged. 
not been time. Those that listen to audio, he's been stripping posters off the wall. I'm glad about uh, <laughs> Right, rest of the questions. Um, we have had another donation from Josh. Thank you very much, Josh. He the same says, Josh that will keep doing it last season. Same Josh. It's money laundering going on here or something like that. <laughs> it's the same, Josh. He says, hey, lads, hope you're well. Brilliant performance on Saturday. I'm probably the biggest Abrafka apologist, but I think Eddie Howe made the correct decision starting Pope ahead of him. I liked how quick he released the ball. Mm. Something we mentioned at the very start there, the distribution from Nick Pope was, was a lot better than what we'll have seen from Debravka. But once again, because how poor Forrest were, yeah. I'm not taking too much from that just yet. Uh, even, even, oh uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But even away from like, the Forest performance, one game's never a good sample size. You could have mm. like, oh God, I'm trying to think like, Joe Linton scored at Whitehall Air, uh, Tottenham Stadium, in his second full game for win. I thought, oh, we've got a goal scorer here. Mm. He's scored about five since or something. So you kind of, you've got to get a few games. Well, unless someone's so desperately poor. Jeff Henrick. He scored at West Ham on his mm. debut, yeah. He scored, he scored and assisted. Mm. Uh, uh, Lewis, did Lewis not have a decent debut as well? No, he struggled. Was, he struggled did, he not play, was it not, did he not play that West Ham game? Uh, oh, I'll tell you what, oh, you're right. It was right. the Brighton game he struggled with. Oh, I was thinking, because uh, Terry Was that Tom and you also and Sir Maximum as well. He mm. really did a great game, Tarlamp, yeah. yeah, he did play against West Ham. I was thinking about um the season before when we played Arsenal at home, Sir Maximum's debut mm. when Jerry Williams came on and in the wrong position and stuff and didn't know where wrong, he was wrong going. color shirt yeah. and, that, and you've got <laughs> big big fancy Bruce well, you know, I told him mm. I did the right thing. Um that poster which you've just torn off the wall, somebody has asked um What I didn't tear it. He said, where did you get that Alam St. Massman poster from? It's very, very nice, that. Just caught a glimpse of it. Um, SW Portraits, I think that the Twitter ad is. Um, I will put the link on the description at some point after this as well. I feel bad because it's actually very nice indeed. That, it's lovely. We've got a few things as well. Um, I've, never, I've never, yeah, I saw that when I came in. And I, I don't sit that one. As well, sorry, people are listening to this because you haven't yeah. clue what I'm showing. Um, we need the audio description button. Chris is now holding up. Oh, also, the one that Which Mark that knocks off the table every single week, um, Tino, Tino. that yeah. is also from SW. We've got a few things. It's, um, it really is nice. Because I, I, I don't sit this side normally, so I don't really get a seat. That, mm. that kind of, I'm too busy, like, worried that Mark's going to start just like going like around a rampage. <laughs> Knocking things Godzilla off the table so or tripping over the camera. Aye, I'm too, too busy trying to flick glasses bands off normally, to be honest with you. But yeah, distribution was good for, from Nick Pope. It was, uh, but yeah. we've got to take everything that we saw on Saturday with a big pinch of salt. Well, we've got a hard, a hard run of games. Um, Brighton away is going to be tricky because they did well against Man U yesterday and um, Man City at home after that. And then Liverpool early on, Palace, who looked good against Arsenal, albeit they got beat 2 now. But Palace, uh, I think, have a good season under Vieira. So. Just to stop you, somebody's coming in saying Piaz played a keeper up front. I think they've just tuned in <laughs> he did. like 40 minutes too late. David James up front. Um, <laughs> so this person in 40 minutes time is going to keep out us discussing their comments <laughs> that I sent in ages ago. If you, if you ask the 40 minutes, I'm well done. <laughs> I, he did put David James up front last game of the season. And James, you know what do you think? Did he get a few chances? He he, he just looked so slow. <laughs> like he, he just kept on fouling people. It was against Borough, I think. It was against Borough. You ever seen a photo of Steve Harper when he played outfield? No. Pre-season against Celtic. Um was a blue away kit with the kind of black square thing around it. Uh, sort of being Allardyce, I think that was manager. Which I bet sense. it doesn't look funny in the other direction, though. It's always good to see outfield play out. Oh, Jose Enrique with like, oh, best. Pepe Reina's massive. That's not even the, the best thing about that forward, and that still is is there. Had him in the background laughing oh, his I... cock off. Oh, Perchy, oh, But I, Steve Harper, played, uh, for, uh, might not have been up front, but he played outfield briefly. Again, so they can pre-season like 15 years ago now. Mm. He, he feels a kit like it, it <laughs> feels for a all kid. he's a you know he's a, a professional athlete. He um that could have been a bit more generous with the size in the shirt. Uh, next question is from Jace Bryan. That is here, lads. Uh, who do you think will be our top three goal scorers this season? Uh, we need to do the envelopes as well. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just me and you. Well, because <laughs> we normally do the, well. We've only done it once, but. We've got to wait for the transfer window close before we do that. September. I know it gives you a bit of an advantage with goal scorers and things like that, but you've got to wait, don't you? Well, yeah, you don't necessarily know who's going to be here, do you? I mean, this season, the last 14 years prior to this one, you had a pretty good idea. So right now, who are your top three goal scorers? Obviously, Callum Wilson's going to be up there. Yeah, I Wilson. Wilson, um, 
it's hard to say. It's a maximum because he's, he's, he's not prolific, it, yeah. but he does chip in with a, mm-hmm. with a few every season, six, seven, whatever. Um, Wilson's a maximum guy. Chris Wood. But because of the injury to Shelby, I'm going to go Willick. Aye. Aye, he knows where the goal is, that lad. Mm. Where the goal is. Yeah, so I'll go Willick in there as well. I hope he has a good season, Willick, because... He looked decent, didn't he? Mm, he did. I don't think the jury's out necessarily on him because I think he, he, I thought he finished last season really well as well. But I'd like him to kind of... I'd, it was almost like Perez-esque last season, how he started mm. a bit slowly and then grew into it. I hope he has a really, really good in this year because I, I just like the lad. I do. Um, next up, so just because we have been talking about that midfield position, a fishing rods says, uh, does Shelby's injury require... Oh, I can't get words out. Does Shelby's injury require another midfielder? Um, we've got a lot of centre midfielders. So if you go through, you've got... Right, Shelby's injured, so put him out of the equation. You've got Bruno, Jordan on, Joe Willick, Sean Longstaff there at the minute. Yeah. Is Matty, is he gone? Matty is still there, but I would imagine they'll be looking at loaning him out again. Man, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's... I don't think it's necessarily the most important position that we'd have to fill. He's out for 12 weeks, isn't he, apparently? So is that, what's that? Early November? Mid-November? Anderson as well. Sorry. Sorry Anderson, thanks, Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that means now that the club will be looking at keeping Anderson? I think that's what I think Craig Hope. Um, I saw a tweet saying um, that, that that they would definitely would do. So it seems to be the case. And if they're keeping him, I, I saw someone else. I forget who now say that. Oh, that means they'll go help for for Madison. If they keep that, and I'm not saying that. Anderson's I think that was me Madison. over there before we started. Oh, it might have been actually. It might have been. <laughs> I don't know if that means. I hope. I hope they do go from because I think Madison's a great player. Anthony Gordon was mentioned again earlier. That's so Matty put it. Matty Shuttleworth put it in the, our WhatsApp because he just wanted to be miserable or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's had a happy day, so he thought, he'd, he thought he'd kick off about something. Yeah, I, I need to lower the tone here. I need to die. Bless him. But um, I don't think we desperately do need a centre. I, I would rather, even with Shelby being injured, I would rather look towards the right wing or up top. Yeah, um, I think the right wing is is something that we need to address. Yeah, we really do. Even though you've got Miggy there, you've got Ryan Fraser there. Really? Murphy there as well. M- Murphy should have probably had a free kick on the edge of the box as well with that late run that he did there. He got wiped out. Or, I can't remember. Yeah, he, he got brought down the edge of the box. Um, so logic, he says, if you have seen the Telegram group, thoughts on Odie and Brojan. <laughs> names that have been linked with before. And, and Was he the one who was at Southampton last season? Yes. Was he Salas who's one goal? No. Oh, half? I did. I, <laughs> I did just pass it in his net. I Aye. just launched it in his own net. He's yeah. wrong, didn't he? But it's like, yeah. don't move bullets, dodge. He's a good center. It can happen. Okay, um, Broder, who, who was it? Uh, Odi. I'm not sure how he means. Odi. 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 Callum Hudson Odi. Maybe he's from Chelsea. Oh, that was linked yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Hudson Odi. Aye, um, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't know really enough about either of them to kind of say how good they are. Uh, I'll... I'll Maybe they are. I don't and know. just to, to play on that as well, uh, Tobias Tilly, um, that is, I think that last uh, the last week of the window will be madness. I think we'll be, are we going to do another transfer window? We might as well, yeah. I quite enjoyed that we one. We might as well. What a good luck because we got loads of scran as well, didn't oh. we? Oh, we did. We got loads of oh, scran. Did. We God, came I... back and nobody could oh, be man, asked. I need to lose, I'm trying to lose weight as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we should. Um so yeah, if, if you weren't a, a, a subscriber to the the channel last year, um, so in January we did the the deadline day. We did nothing happened? Like we didn't did bring. We, did we bring anybody? We didn't. Did target? We? I think signed. Was he not already done before we went live? I think it was as good as done, but confirmation wasn't mm. until we. I think really late on maybe. So um, yeah, well, what a good well, they, well, it was about four or five hours we were here, weren't we? Aye, oh, we're right. It was, a it was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. Was a good laugh. Yeah. So, yes, we'll do that again this year. Oh, good, yeah. I'm glad about that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I would need to look up because Bro was at Southampton last season. I think they could be in trouble this year. I taught them a good, a good team this season, but I think Southampton are... Uh, when I was talking about teams at the bottom, that I thought would be at the bottom, I said, like, Bournemouth won at the weekend, Fulham, Drew Liverpool. Southampton, I think, they're going to have a really hard season. Mm. Leicester as well. I think Leicester could be in bother. Everton Wolves and all. Well, one of the questions, I'm not sure if I saved this one. I'm sorry if I haven't, but somebody did say who are your picks for the three teams to get relegated this early in the season with it being one game in. Uh, fingers crossed, Everton. I think, I think Everton will... I, I, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because I, I think Lampard... 
I think they'd be quite hot, quite quick to pump him. Um, if the <laughs> if they're in will be. trouble, but they've got that they're going at their new ground next season, so they'll be desperate to stay up. I think it's next season to start with the docks, but um, I think Everton will be in trouble. I do, I think Bournemouth, even Scott Park, I said last week, we, we don't we need to be far further than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't like for us to go down, but I, I, I didn't say anything on Saturday to convince us that they'd be safe. Yeah. But as I say, Southampton, I think are going to have a really hard season. I think Wolves are going to find it difficult. Leicester, it depends, because if we get Madison and uh, Chelsea want to buy... Oh, what's he called, man? I can't remember. That then gives them a bit more money, because they're skin on there, but then they get a bit more money to go have open. It's been, it's been a weird transfer window for everybody, because there's that many names going around. Yeah, yeah it has. It has. It's been... I well, think with most of them as well. Been with a lot of them. It's, <laughs> it's nice to... Uh, doesn't really affect us yet, like. But Harland, I'm glad he, it, I'm glad he played how he did yesterday because I was kind of like, I remember when he went from um, was it Red Bull Salzburg to Dortmund. I thought he looks. I, I like the whole thing with he, his dad played for Man City and Roy Keane broke his dad mm. and kind of it's come full circle. Where he's there now and yeah, I like that like that. It's a bit can't really call it too romantic a story given the money involved and stuff like. But still, it's like it's, I like something like that. And that second goal that we broke through with that ball through from De Bruyne and he's just gone right. I'm just gonna say that he's a such a he's a specimen, like, but he's very injury prone in the way he's explosive and the way he plays and the injuries he gets. You're not gonna see him playing foreign his 30s, I don't think. Mm. Certainly not at that level. So enjoy him while you can, but not against us, not against us, us. unless we sign him. In which case, like, then you bring Botman in. In fact, no, you bring three center backs. (laughs) Just two goalkeepers. The thing is, that Man City team, you stop him, there's somebody else there. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It, it, I mean, it's how teams will be looking at our they midfield. Didn't, they didn't even play with a, a proper centre forward. It's the first time for a while. For a long time, you think I had Jesus, who wasn't, uh, Aguero wasn't like an out-and-out striker, was he? The, a phenomenal side. Like. Mm. Uh, quick go through the rest of them. Liam Coates says, is finishing above Man United realistic? 100%. It's realistic. I don't think it'll happen, but it's it's not. It's... Well, I think it'll happen. I think we'll finish above Man U. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not convinced yet. I think... For all they are shite. By their standards, are shite. They still finished fifth, sixth last season. They're shite, mate. The bad like I think we could, but I don't think we will. I, I still think we're looking at seventh for the best. I think we we'll be there and thereabouts of Man United, like. Oh, I'd love it. Not far from. If they finish above us, we won't be far behind. I I really really hope they're right, but I'm I'm at the moment a bit cautious. Give us a give us a few more weeks, mm. a couple of shandies. I might change my tune, but at the minute, I don't think we'll. I think we've got by our standards, an excellent team, our recent standards, and them by their recent standards haven't got such a good team. And I look at buying is it Rabio that they're buying at the minute from Juve? Mm. They're just buying players for buying players' sake, it feels like it's West Ham striker. What was he called? Mikel Antonio, no other one. He doesn't play for West Ham anymore. John Hartson, no. <laughs> Al Berkovich. It was only a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, uh, Cotton Cole. It's off. <laughs> Frank McAvenny. Oh, oh. What's he I'm just gonna. This is the rest from the podcast. You, know, you actually know who I mean as well, don't you? you? Might as well rap Nod. Do you not? Know? No. Oh, um, Arnautovic. The, the one. Fella, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love uh, like, so looking at buying him. He's like 31, I think. They said he was. He's got a West Ham, but he's a swine. Mm. He's not. It's like. It's as if Ten Hogs, if he's even the one who's looking at the players, that's supposedly director of football or something. Like that, but it's like he's still trying to buy Anovic and um, Rabiot. I got good signs for Ajax because mm. what Ajax, what the Dutch league is now, but not Man United. Nah, it's a weird thing. But I still, I don't know if it's because it's Manchester United. Thirty-five. Is somebody shitting it? He's thirty-five. Can't be thirty-five, is he? I'm saying Henrik Larsson. He's about forty. Unless somebody's answer, Callum's might be answering a different question in the comments here. Like, but 35, <laughs> is he actually? Like Callum Lewis. What? Callum Lewis. Yeah. Uh, uh, Just because Callum, yeah. yeah. Callum Lewis. Callum Lewis, yeah. But yeah, um, I think that's all the questions done, mate. Mm. Anything that you want to mention? What haven't we done yet? What haven't we covered? Right. Let's see. Last of Glassman said I was the loudest clap I should ever heard. So she, she said that her family. She said that I was watching <laughs> Sam Fender. And she can't. Uh, she can't have a family play a game at Christmas called the Clap, where 
the chicken turns to clap and the quietest clapper drops out and then they have like a clap off and she goes, oh, you win. And I was like, cheers. She goes, oh, you get the clap. I was like, oh, thank you. That's a house I would never want to go to on I, Christmas Day. I, I don't know if how genuine she was being, um, but I, I do have a very, a very loud clap like. You should hear it. Oof. At what point do you give up on Christmas Day? Does it get to a point you go, ah, fuck this? Oh, no. Man. Oh, you were like all night there? Midnight. I, oh, really? I, I never, I can't remember the last time I wasn't up at midnight on Boxing Day. Oh, really? I fucking love Christmas. Man. I love Christmas, like, but it gets over five o'clock and I'm like, oh, no. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm there all day. I'm, I'm up at midnight. Is that because you're on the ale all day as well? No, no, I don't. I, I get bored. I get bored of drinking after a while. Yeah. I was at a wedding. I've got four months ago now. Um, we made Peter, uh, hairdresser, hairdresser, Peter Marsh hairdresser. He's very, very good. He's a naughty boy, but he's very, very good. Um, also doesn't sponsor the podcast. He's on football, lad. He's on the football <laughs> at all. I've got a really, I heard a really good story about him at the weekend, but I'm not, I can't. Yeah, we'll tell, we'll tell when we start doing this. <laughs> um, but, um, I was at his wedding, yeah, and I was, I was, I had a couple of beers, like, you know, I was, I'm sick of beer. I'm just bored with it now. So I'll, I'll Christmas quit. is one of those days where you just can't get pissed. Yeah, to be like a glass music, actually, sometimes. I have a couple more over the clock, actually, this year. But, um, yeah, Christmas Day, like, I'm, I watch Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. I'm not a religious man at all. I love Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. Because it starts off with a couple of bangers. They'll do a bit chit-chat. But towards the middle end, towards the end, you've got Hawk Herald Angels sing. Well, come all your faith. Like, this is what I'm, I'm getting. Clap. I'd love Tell you that. what you don't watch on Christmas. Ryan Taylor podcast. Die hard. <laughs> no, I don't. Neither of them things. <laughs> or A Nightmare Before Christmas. Because it's a Halloween, it's a Halloween movie. Halloween film, that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm up up the last Christmas morning. I've got the lads now as well. So that's, mm. a, that's a thing with the boys, like. But I love it. I the whole day, like the dinner, the chocolates, and all that. It, I, I, yeah, I just I really, Christmas just gone. I was knackered at the end of it, but I wanted to stay up, so I watched the Matrix film. <laughs> you wanted to stay up, so you put the Matrix film on the new one. It's quite. Did it not like put you over the other edge? Well, it goes into boxing day. That's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I give myself a bit of time. Oh, was that New Year's? <laughs> that was Christmas. I was. I was I, shall we, so this year, right? Just just to wrap it up. This year, shall we pre-record a Christmas podcast that'll oh, go out on Christmas Day for everybody to to watch? That'd be amazing. And instead you of watching it, the Matrix, he can watch that. You think Christmas people will be getting like new mobiles and whatnot? And do, actually, people still get new phones for Christmas. That kids will, yeah. That's a poor sort of guy. Best. I think our audience is like eighteen plus. Though, if you look at the, I would hope so. They're all in my thirties and forties. Like when I, when Adam Pearson's not going to appeal to the, I would not appeal to the youngins now. No, he's done well, Pearson. This summer, like, done really well. I genuinely like a lot. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. I saw the the thing he um he put on Twitter about um after the game at the weekend there about like, people hustling him and stuff. And I was, I nearly DM'd him to say like, oh man, like chin up and all that, like and look up there, so I'm like you're doing well. I don't watch any of his stuff, but I just like him. Nah, like he's a good lad. He is. He is. Yeah. He's absolutely harmless, mate. That that's the best thing about him. He's yeah. harmless. Nah, good luck. Good luck, Adam. If you're watching, he's not watching. You will be watching. Yeah. I'll go yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. I just like I, I like the cut of his jib. He, he's the thing he did with uh, Alfie Joey on the radio last week. I, got, I think Jess put it in the WhatsApp group. And um when he says, Oh, you just got like thick skin and all that thing. He's like, was he 21, 22? Yeah, but like, yeah. probably got thicker skin than me now. I look like mm. that, but it's just fucking old. Like a rhino. Too much the Christmas with me. Like, I've eaten I've eaten that much um, belly pork. <laughs> it's just it's kind of like seeped osmosis like rather than going <laughs> in your stomach it's just yeah. going on your it, skin it is like I like um like I brought off the uh, Fantastic Four the rock fella but obviously <laughs> pork. Put with pork instead <laughs> I'm gonna end it there um, thanks everybody that has been watching tonight um, thanks to Tire Spot as well for sponsoring the podcast this season Tire Spot in this bad boy <laughs> <laughs> Spot that new I love how we've gone from <laughs> from a personal trainer sponsor <laughs> to tire sponsor. Yeah, I'm drinking water, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks everybody. Um, plenty more stuff coming from the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. You will have your usual match previews, your match reactions, your, your fantasy premier leagues. Um, what else do we have? Extra time on a Thursday night normally. There's plenty of content coming this season uh, and loads of extra stuff. Bessie, what do you want to say? If you I've like, got you something to say. In. I've okay. got something to say. And it's not even, it's the genuine from the heart. The fantasy football podcast that um that Matthew does and stuff. Yeah. I listened to a few of them. It was then last season and my performance improved markedly. So it's well worth it. Did you actually? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to one. I was like, I, I think I had a wild card to play. So I'd like to strip it out, do what they said. And like, I started picking points up again. I was like, this is great. 
I, and then I just haven't bothered. We do I read to be fair, mate. Uh-huh. Have you actually watched some of the stuff that we do? We're well, read. Apparently so. Are we're not too bad. <laughs> I'm too busy watching True Faith stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely pissed off. Um, but yeah, if, if you do want to like this video, appreciate it massively. If you want to subscribe, we're not far off. I think we might be far off nine thousand at the minute. Um, so we're getting there. A while before we're at Adam P level, like. But if me and you jump in a couple of swimming pools in Austria, mate, <laughs> we might we might go through the roof. I, jumped in one, I was jumping in one in Greece. I was in Corfu, and I was jumping in. I was thinking about how Adam was doing it. <laughs> Because it bless him, and I don't want to, but it, it looks quite awkward getting in there. It'll be kind of unquote. I thought, is that what I look like when I'm getting in the pool? So I, I made a real effort, like baby pool in that. Because like, I've got the like I mean, still boys three in the bit. I'm like, I don't want to look at this and like be ashamed. So I was like making sure I was quite. I was like, do, you know, do you know what's worse when you jump in a shallow pool and like just goes up your knees? You feel like your knees are caps are gonna pop oh, yeah. off. I, I was going down the steps. I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna play it cool. <laughs> But the other end of the pool is like three hours. Three hours. So three hours pool, like, the band's off three hours. We have left him in the pool. I'm a really slow swimmer. It was only 20. But it was like three and a half meters deep. So I was trying to like climb down, touch him on the air. God, look what a hold of me. You just came back. It's but you know, it, 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 it was meant to be. We'd initially booked this holiday, right? For January 2019. It was just going to be me and Amy. Uh-huh. Then you were with two kids. I, and because of... In the meantime, but we'll have to cancel that one because um, Alfie was cooking. COVID, COVID, William, holiday. So now we're going to knock out father of two, grey hair and bald somehow. Um, With an extra tire. Lost loads of weight in the first year of COVID. That's all back on now. Can I stop sweating? <laughs> I'm starting to feel me heart when I have a kebab. If I eat something really bad, then my chest guns like... Mm, oh, yes. you, you, uh, you, like, your body's oh, telling you, isn't it, at that oh, point? Oh, yeah. Stop it. I went up some stairs with that and I got that. Oh, like, <laughs> Like, I've, I've tried to have really watery poos when I hope you <laughs> Right, seriously, and I, um, if you do want to become a member as well, you, um, you can double Bessie's bowels. You know, when you poo and it goes above where the water comes out. <laughs> so you've got to get, get in. His, sometimes you get a hotel where there's no brush. Brush. But brush. like, oh, would you not just use toilet roll? It, it just doesn't look great in your hand, doesn't it? Water. <laughs> Terrible, thanks, man. Thanks, everybody. Seriously, and after all. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.